1: Blog Talk Radio Hey there. Uh thank you so much for tuning in today. Um Sasha Morena. And uh today's segment is back to the movie with my brother Robert and Swan Cidalgo. So uh you are not familiar with our segment, uh it's pretty much every Monday, uh three PM Eastern Standard Time, twelve PM Pacific Standard Time and Robert talks about all of, all about uh movies, behind the scenes movies, uh news and uh what's hot and what's not and what,
0: uh, little
1: Marvel news and whatnot, um, is coming your way. So,
0: uh,
1: hey Robert, how are you?
0: Good, good, how are you?
1: Good. So, uh, was there much news this week?
0: Uh, yeah, 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 sort of good news. Um, the first news is actually,
1: um,
0: somebody passed away, uh, Mike Nichols, a director, uh, he's, Really famous. You've probably seen his movies tons of times, um, but I guess he's most notable for for The Graduate. He did The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman. Uh, I forgot what year he did it back in nineteen sixty something, late nineteen sixties. I know one of the best best Oscar for directing. He was like a really talented guy. He's been doing TV shows and movies for years, and in fact, they were planning on a HBO TV movie, but he passed away uh the 19th mm-hmm. of November. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he's worked, you know, with Elizabeth Taylor and like his first movie that he, that he worked with was with Elizabeth Taylor. She got her it won like five five Oscars and she even got her best uh, lead actress Oscar for that movie.
1: So That's yeah, cool.
0: and he's also done, you know, did you ever see The Birdcage? The um, one with um the one with Robin Williams and uh this guy Nick Nick something. Ugh. Anyways, it was it was Robin Williams and this other guy. They played like a gay couple, and um, their son was going to get married, and it was just a really funny movie. But they, but he's always done like comedies that have lots of uh, uh, social commentary going on in them. Okay, that's but, yeah. cool. Yeah, well, <laughs> may you rest in peace, eh? Huh? Um, Anyways, um, moving on. The next next. Sort of news thing. This 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 always bothers me when uh, when when companies do this. Well, apparently, you know, Jurassic World. They had like a little f- fifteen second teaser, and uh, I saw it, and it was just a, just shots of of Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Nothing. Oh, and a shot of the uh of the of the new of the new sign and stuff of Jurassic Park. It says Jurassic World instead of Jurassic Park, and it had some other cool stuff going on in it in it, but um. Anyways, the trailer is going to premiere this Thanksgiving, so it's probably mm-hmm. going to go online. It's going online this Thanksgiving, and it kind of bothers me when companies do that because they're not the only ones who just did that. Star Wars is another one who's just who's who's going to be playing um, uh, tra- the trailer in select theaters, select Regal theaters this Friday.
1: And what is this for?
0: Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, it's one oh. is for Jurassic World, which is coming out this Thursday, and then the next one is Star Wars Episode Seven, uh, or The Force Awakens. This is going to be the next one, and they're going to be playing in select theaters. I don't know if they're going to be playing it uh, before before certain movies releasing this mm-hmm. Friday, or it's just going to be, you know, um, just a trailer, because I think somebody did that before with a movie. Crap. Somebody did that. Somebody has done that where they actually rented out... Um, uh, 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 theaters across America for people to go and see the movie, but okay. yeah, that's me. That's, that's pretty dumb. But anyways, now moving on to real news, not trailer announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Sylvester Stallone was you know speaking in an interview about um, about 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 Expendables three and how like nobody really even liked it and i and i didn't mm-hmm. even like it because it was rated pg13 because he was trying to appeal to to an audience to to to, to wider market and it did mm-hmm. worse in the previous movies and it had a terrible had terrible reviews
1: yeah, so uh, he said
0: it was a mistake like, complete uh, mistake to do that and that it was it was a, it was a horrible miscalculation that's me quoting what he said and um yeah the next one's going to be rated r centurions 4 yeah. will be r rated
1: um, well, the fact that they're actually doing another one, uh, I never saw really any of the previous ones, I saw the third and I wasn't impressed, so, yeah, but I'm not a fan, they're really, like, they're
0: really I'm, just, they're really I'm just, just fun action,
1: comments.
0: yeah, they're just fun bloody action movies with stupid jokes and they don't make you think and that's fun, you know, when you just want to eat some popcorn and listen to, uh, Sylvester Stallone sort of grunt and make sounds that uh, are supposed to be words in the sentences <laughs> and then shoot people uh-huh. in the face. So <laughs> that's that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, the first Expendables, it opened with a scene where they shot somebody with a grenade launcher and the top half of that guy's body went flying back and, it, and, and his legs are just left behind. I'm like, yeah, that's what everyone ex- is expecting from the Expendables and they do a PG-13 movie. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what makes the movies, those movies even worth watching because they're so dumb and terrible and, like, it's just badly written that the only things that make them worth watching is the action scenes and just the bloody violence, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, you know how, I, how I've been talking about shared universes and stuff? Yeah. I would say that it's so stupid that every other studio is doing it and it pisses me off because they don't have something like Marvel does or like Star Wars does. They have movie they don't have movies that ever they already people have been loving for years, you know.
1: Mhm.
0: Well, James Gunn uh, just talked about that and he and he said like pretty much word for word what I've been thinking that it's that it's that's you know flaw it's flawed that it's not something that works because and his reasoning, you know, makes perfect sense. If there's thing is the the problem that you know that Marvel works so well with this is that when they started making these movies like iron man and everything they had an, they had the possibility they knew that, that there might be a possibility that you know there's a bigger picture that this might become something bigger but that didn't distract from their vision for the movie they're doing they were doing they were making every movie, movie like it was going to be the last one and uh-huh. that means that they were putting their full potential into the movie but if you start a franchise Already knowing that you're going to make 20 movies after that in a whole shared universe, that means you're paying less attention to the individual movie and more to the bigger picture. Yeah. And yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense because everything gets watered down if you're just paying attention to the possibility that you're going to make a bunch of money. That's like Universal doing their whole monster movie shared universe. That's a pretty uh-huh. stupid thing. They shouldn't even have. Even, they announced it before they even. Started um, filming the first movie, which was Dracula Untold. They said they were going to do that, and now and now uh-huh. you got Dracula Untold coming out. Well, it came out already, and it was just an okay movie. There was nothing special about it at all.
1: I wanted to see it, it actually. Just, I I thought I don't know maybe because I don't know. I, I was actually really interested in watching don't, it. Don't don't. Like the, really, the, the only thing that was
0: good about it was the lead, and that's because they had a great actor as a lead who played Dracula.
1: Well, yeah, that's pretty much the only reason why I wanted to watch it, because, yeah, I'm familiar with his work. But um,
0: Yeah, I, what's his name again? I always forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: I don't know his name again. I name. don't
0: think I remember. <laughs> but he's, really, he's a really good actor. He's like one of those underrated actors that we need to see mm-hmm. more movies, Yeah. but we don't see him in enough movies. He's kind of like, who's this other guy? Alan Tudyk, that's another underrated actor. This one guy who mm-hmm. works like who works like Steve's, whatever. Anyways, yeah. It is a flawed concept, and it's something that shouldn't, that, you know, that shouldn't happen. But <clears throat> it is going to happen. That's the problem. It's not something you can stop now. We're going to be seeing this for another, I don't know, twenty years maybe. And we're going to see, and mm-hmm. the only people who are going to be successful at it, at it are going to be people like, you know, um, uh, Marvel, maybe even DC, because they already have the huge fan base for all the Batman movies that they made, that made mm-hmm. billions of dollars. That was a billion dollar franchise. So. You know, we uh it's it's okay, I guess. I it, I hope that it just all the movies aren't that terrible and eventually they get up to Marvel standards if people are gonna be doing stuff like that. Sure. So yeah. Uh moving on. Uh Stephen King wrote a book called The the Stand and this is a this was adapted into a mini series back I think in the seven nineties or eighties, or 94, 94 was it was about, it happened into like a six hour mini series back in 94. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. It, the script for the series was written by Stephen Spielberg. I mean, Stephen King. Why do I keep seeing, mixing him up? Anyways, it was pretty good. I mean, I didn't watch it entirely myself, but it's, it, it was well received. And, um, apparently there's a movie in There's the movie has been in the works for a while. Um, but it's apparently happening and the guy who was writing it, um, gotta forget his name, Boone, his last name is Boone. I just remember his last name, Boone. Um, okay, I think, uh, Josh Boone, yeah. The guy who, <laughs> who, 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 um, who directed, uh, The Fault in Our Stars, which, mm-hmm. um, that's not, that's not a good, you know, track record already, but anyways, he apparently wrote a three-hour script and he wanted you know he wanted a uh, big actors to do this movie you know like A-list actors and it was going to be a 3 hour script and that's it a 3 hour movie but mm-hmm. when he when when he finished writing it he he brought it into the studio Stephen King loved it and they gave him an 87 million dollar budget and then that's that's a lot you know for a horror drama and mm-hmm. then um the studio came back and told him that they wanted to make multiple films so now they're making four movies based on this uh this book and it makes sense because they had a six-hour miniseries. That it only makes sense that they would do, um, you know, the movie, the the, the this many movies. You know, like four four movies. I don't know if they're all going to be two and a half hours or three hours, but Stephen okay. King writes really long books. Like this book, just on its own, is a thousand one hundred pages. Every time wow. this guy comes out with a book, it's never less than a thousand pages. Yeah. So, it makes sense that they're making you know, the movie long. I, I I don't really care about this, about this whatsoever, but uh if it comes out, yeah, sure. Cool. I mean, you know... really. I'll probably see it, but it's not something I'm excited for. But yeah, four parts <laughs> that's also, you know, trying to, trying to plan too far ahead. Yeah. I I remember the time when studios would make movies and they leave the ending like, oh, this it's probably going to be a sequel. But they don't announce it until, like, I don't know, years later. Nobody ever knows that there's going to be a sequel, you know?
1: uh
0: mm-hmm. It just happens. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I expected that. I expected that to happen. <laughs> and I'm
1: like, no, he didn't. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It's like they they, they just left the sequ- the ending sometimes open-ended, and people were like, oh, okay, cool, there might be a sequel. I don't know. But nowadays like you know with the internet and how these studios are doing everything, we already know that there's gonna be a sequel before the movie's even released. Yeah. I mean, even even if they ha even if they're based on franchises like book franchises, there wasn't a guarantee that there was gonna be a sequel to it. I mean that's like uh what's that book, Aragon? er Arag- yeah, Aragon, Aragorn, I don't know. It was about a dragon. A guy mm-hmm. a guy who Dragon Riders, it was this whole like uh Sci-fi, fantasy stuff, but it was it was really cool universe and stuff, and the books were were really were really cool. But they made the movie. And the movie sucked, and then they left it with an ending, you know, that was going to lead into the second one, but it never happened because it sucked.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's what I'm saying. There was a time when nobody knew what the hell was going to happen. So yeah. Now talking about sequels, they probably shouldn't happen. Or probably should have happened a while ago. Uh, Zoolander two. Lander Two oh. has been like you know Dumb Think and Dumber Two that's been in yeah yeah Dumb and Dumber dumb Two was one of those movies that mm-hmm. one of one of those sequels that people were talking about for a while and now it finally got made and released which I reviewed so you guys can check out that review on uh, on Sasha Marina Show oh, YouTube yeah. channel so anyways yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the the sequel you know finally made it and it did pretty well in the box office actually it 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 was uh, the top in that in the whole weekend when it was released. But um yeah, now we got Zoolander two coming up and apparently Penelope Cruz has a role in the in the in the movie. There hasn't been released what she's gonna do, but most likely most likely she you know, she's gonna have some sort of model sort of thing in it. Only makes sense. And then um as uh, you know, Ben Stiller's gonna play Zoolander and then most likely gonna direct it. I think he directed the first one too. That was I think that was him. Yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. it it only makes sense. And I don't care. I don't really care for this to happen. The first movie, again, is is the type of comedy that doesn't exist now, that nobody really laughs at anymore. You know, if you try selling Zoolander to, to a bunch of kids now in middle school or elementary school, they'll, find, they'll think it's really stupid. They won't find it as funny as, as we did or or most adults did back when it was released. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that was my same, that was the same problem, that's the same thoughts I had for Dumb and Dumber 2, and apparently it did much better than than I expected, but, Mm -hmm. eh, whatever. We got a sequel coming on. Um, I guess it's finally, you know, getting out of development limbo and everything. So, yeah, cool, I guess. What is your need with having, mm -hmm. what
1: what,
0: what was it, you, you go ahead.
1: Their need was having to have sequels to these movies that were just good for one time. Like, I hate Zoolander. Yeah. I would not waste my time two hours or two and a half hours or whatever the length of movies are nowadays in the movie theater watching something that is going to make me want to pull my hair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I guess somebody has the money to put it up, so whatever. Not our problem. Yeah. So, yeah, what were you going to say?
0: Um, have you heard of the the anime Attack on Titan? I'm sure you have because mm-hmm. everyone freaking talks about it. So, Attack on Titan was a Japanese uh, manga that was like a, you know, the Japanese, the books and stuff is a sort of like comic type thing. But Japanese style and the books are backwards and everything is a whole big deal. But, anyways, they got adapted into an anime. And everyone loves the anime, like, literally everyone loves it. I, I I don't really, I'm not a big fan of anime, so I got I got two episodes in, and I stopped watching it, not because it was bad, but c- but it just wasn't my thing. And apparently the movie's being adapted in Japan as a live-action movie, and it released some posters on it, and the posters are actually pretty cool-looking. Um, they They're all, like, character posters for the main cast, and yeah, so... This is a movie that I'm mm-hmm. sure all Americans will watch, even with subtitles, and it's it's going to be released next summer in Japan. So yeah, I mean that's gonna be pretty cool. And in, and that's the whole story of Attack on Titan is um uh the the world is pretty much it's post apocalyptic uh, sort of show, and the what's left of humanity lives inside these this sort of huge like enclosed um, area with these huge like hundred foot wall hundred yard. Sized walls. I don't know. They're really huge, and they keep out these giants that are pretty much as giant humans, and they all walk around naked and they eat humans. Trust me it's it's more creepier it's more creepy than ridiculous because they have some really creepy looking monster things. So, anyways, they're giants that just attack, and they have to protect protect themselves against them against them, and it just you know it's all like crazy mm-hmm. anime outrageous stuff. So. <laughs> It's it's becoming a movie, and it'll be kind of weird to see those giants in live action form. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure this can this will be a decent movie. Not
1: Perhaps the makers of yeah. Pacific Rim should get together with with this.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, Guillermo del like Toro. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad yeah. idea. Have a Guillermo del Toro to direct it but I mean they they already have their Japanese, you know, directors and uh, Japanese stars on it. But yeah, that's actually not mm-hmm. a bad idea if they would have well, they really kind of wanted like to Ameri- American American adaptation like of that. it. Yeah. yeah. They wanted to make American version of it, they could have they could get definitely Guillermo de Toro. Cool. Yeah. So, uh now talking about more adaptions, uh nineteen eighty four the book um uh, written by George Orwell that describe the sort of dystopian future, where um, the sci-fi, where you know everybody was being controlled by, uh, by the. It, it was kind of like reminiscent of the 1980s when, um, when the Cold War and stuff, and you know that kind of kind of this this is the type of book that every every few decades it it fits perfectly with what's what's going on in society at the moment. Mm-hmm. And everyone was pretty much enslaved, and they couldn't and they couldn't do uh you know a lot of the very normal things we do now. Imagine like the book the giver where or, mm-hmm. or the movie where um everything is so restricted and and then you pretty much got the adult version of nineteen eighty four so anyways um this movie had two adaptions back in nineteen fifty six and then another one in nineteen eighty four very fitting. <laughs> for the name of the movie. And um apparently it's being adapted again and we're getting a new movie and it's gonna be directed by Paul Greengrass who directed all the um well not well the Born Born Supremacy and the Born Ultimatum. He directed Captain Phillips in United ninety three. So you know you know you know already who this guy is. He does the Shaky Cam and the really fast editing and the fast paced action movies and you know, his dramas are still pretty cool. And especially especially the historical based dramas like you know United 93 and Captain Phillips. But yeah, um, he's 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 still in the he's in the middle of doing like three movies right now, directing three of them. The Born movie, um another movie I think starring Jonah Hill and Leonardo DiCaprio and it's about are you some 1996. Me? Yeah, no, it, these are these are different movies he's doing and then now he has this movie as well. So I don't know which is coming first but most likely he's working on J- on the Bourne movie now because the movie's coming out in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he has three movies going on and he's directing this one and you know I'm all for that. I'm pretty excited about that. I've never I never saw any of the nineteen eighty four movie adaptions. So it would be cool mm-hmm. to see Paul Greengrass um do this. So yeah.
1: Okay.
0: That'll be exciting. I'm sure some people out there are pretty excited too. But I'm so, saying I think so. I thought-
1: uh, what what's doing? what's his uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill are working together again?
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess why not? <laughs> they I do so well, anyways. So yeah. Um, so I think I talked about maybe like a week, yeah, a week ago, how Chris Pratt was apparently going to star in the Uncharted movie, but he turned away the he turned away the role. And I think I think we know now why it was. It was because mm-hmm. he's starring in another uh, movie. It's called um, uh, Cowboy Ninja Viking. It's an adaption of a comic book. <laughs> it's, uh, okay. it is, it's pretty convoluted, the whole thing. But anyways, it's about mm-hmm. it's about uh, these highly trained assassins that, that have split personalities. They have multiple personality disorder. And they have three different personalities. And they're called triplets. That's that's what they're is. They're all part of this sort of uh, this, this 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 like agency of assassins. That, mm-hmm. that they're all called triplets, and they all have um, you know multiple personality disorder. Specifically, what this main character has is the personality of a cowboy, a ninja, and Viking. So that means he has, <laughs> he, he has yeah. So he has the ability he has the abilities of a cowboy and a ninja and a Viking. You know, like the fighting abilities and everything, and yeah. has their personalities. And this can make for like a crazy, a crazy outrageous movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'd be. I'm just going to see it because Chris Pratt is part of it, and just the freaking name, Cowboy Ninja Viking, that sounds something like twelve year olds. My twelve year old self would be excited to you know watch Cowboy Ninja mm-hmm. Viking. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, he. This probably is the reason why he's not being part of Uncharted, because you know he had Jurassic World. I think they already wrapped up in that movie, but and he filmed, you know, Guardians, and now he has this movie, and then he's probably going to go from fin- fi- filming this movie to filming Guardians 2. So, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's probably going to have a busy uh, schedule. But, yeah, and uh, apparently, the, w- let me explain, you know, the plot a little bit more. So, um, a few of the, uh, the rest of the Assassins uh, started, went rogue, and they all, and he has to go and hunt them down and bring them in or kill them, one of those two. And, yeah, and that's going to be pretty much the movie. And... I don't know, I'm excited for it. Chris Pratt again. That's why. So yeah, I'm kind of happy that this guy has become a an action star cuz to me, he's one of those. He's the one the one actor that every time I see him perform anything, I believe him immediately. I believe his role entirely. When I see him in Parks and Recreation, I believe that he's an idiot. Yeah. I don't know why I just believe it. There's not there's not a chance where I think, "Oh, he's acting." I just straight up believe that he's that he's an idiot. So, I'm all for Chris Pratt. So, that was <laughs> okay. it. That was it and we got to start wrapping up now.
1: Okay, I just like to mention something for um for for what I'm really into right now, like scandal and how to get away with murder pretty much uh TGIF, I mean, for um for TGIT for ABC whatever. Um the season finale was I've, I've been watching on Hulu Lake all day, like, replaying the same episode. It's pretty intense. For those that what? didn't get to... Uh, the, the... Scandal. Oh, Scandal. So, for oh. those that didn't get to watch the season finale on ABC, like, I didn't, um, because I was actually at you know, uh, Marvel Universe Live, which that was... That's something else on its own. That's an awesome show. It's It's been on tour for some months now, and it just got here to South Florida. Um, I saw... I was, you know, fortunate enough to go see the opening uh, show. So, um, Look that video up. I have some video clips and stuff of that, of the actual show on our YouTube channel that I took. So um, check that out, by the way. So it's, it's it's awesome. If you if the show goes to a city near you or whatever, check it out. Take your kids, take your brother, whatever, all that good stuff. Um, but going back to Scandal, um, great show. I think that sometimes there's too much back and forth. Like any show, you know, it gets kind of like, ugh. But the season finale killed it, and also for, like, How to Get Away with Murder, I I, I loved it. I it's really it's you spent the whole season watching every show, and you're like, all right, so what's really going on here? And it all tied up so well at that last, you know, that last season finale that really does the job, like, okay, I want to, I can't wait to the next season, you know? So that's that's cool. So um, check that out on Hulu, I guess, if you're subscribed on Hulu, because that's pretty much the only way you're going to be able to watch it right now. Or you can go to ABC.com, I think, but whatever. Um, the, all that being said, good shows. I'm looking forward to January 29th. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, bro, tell them where to find you and so forth.
0: Okay, so uh, Twitter, Tumblr... Facebook at you know at the real Robert H and on Instagram at Robert Alfonso Hidalgo and on Facebook you can like our pages, that's the movie and the Sasha Marina Show. And download Definitely. our app at uh, Google Play and Blackberry World. and the Sasha Marina Show app. Easy ways to uh, stay up to date with our stuff. And yeah, uh check out my most recent reviews, I think, for Rosewater, Dumber Dumber Two, The Theory of Everything. And today I think I'm gonna go see um, uh, Horrible Bosses Two. So that's a review uh, to have up
1: I, wish I was supposed to see no, it, I wanted coming. to see it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a review coming soon. Okay. We...
1: And um as for us and our on our website we're actually hosting a giveaway for uh Cirque du Soleil tickets, uh uh family four pack for uh the newest uh show of Cirque du Soleil that is called Alma Luna. Um and the one uh, very important fact about the show is that um over uh, unlike there are other past 33 shows. Um this one is casted with 70% women. So, um a lot of the performers are are, are women doing all the the awesome circus stunts and, and all that stuff and um I have never had the pleasure to the, the, you know to, to go to one of these shows and I'm so excited to go and, and and check that out. Um they're hitting South Florida. Uh they'll be premiering in South Florida December 11th, so uh you can you could actually like enter our giveaway like right now on the com. if you want more info it's just, um on our Facebook page like the link is already up it's just there you just like enter you know do the little things you have to do to gain more entries and um hopefully you get chosen and you can take yourself and whoever you like so four free tickets for uh, your uh for your pleasure so okay thank you guys so much for tuning in today to our show Robert thank you for your news, and um, yeah. see you next week.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Charlie's Philly Steaks, now open at Ohio State, where Philly's are grilled to order and wings made to savor. Intense chef-inspired bold flavors, from mild to wild, like Nashville Hot and Dare You Try Angry Ghost. For a limited time, try our grand opening special, six boneless wings, Texas toast, fries, and a drink, all for 7 dollars Come and find us at 18th and High Street, Charlie's Philly Steaks, always grilling fresh.